0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Road to Oracle Cloud World, a big, big show taking place in Las Vegas this week. Lots of big things coming on. And what we're doing here with the Road to Oracle Cloud World is talking to some leaders across Oracle to get a sense of the big new things that they're going to be rolling out this week. Delighted to have with us now, Executive Vice President for Applications, Steve Miranda. Steve, good to see you. Hey, Bob. Great to see you. So, Steve, you've done a few of these uh, big events before, but there seems to be some extra energy and zip behind this one. Uh, really wild time in the market. So, uh, what do you think is you know going to be the big thing for applications at the show this week for Oracle? Thanks, Bob. So, so we're we're,
1: we're thrilled, and we think we're going to have a, a packed house uh, and, and full of excitement. Um, we'll probably highlight two dimensions. Really, one is a set of new. Uh, capabilities we're we're introducing in our product. So just as we've been doing for the last uh, several years, or even a little bit more than that, we've had quarterly releases across all of our customers. So we'll talk about 13,000 customers, uh, all on the same release, all in our cloud, all getting hundreds of features every quarter. And in my keynote, I'll specifically highlight three categories. First will be in artificial intelligence. And specifically, while we've had AI for a while, generative AI. So over the next couple of releases, all those 13,000, I think I said 1300, 13,000 customers all receive, uh, will get, introduce over 50 different use cases. Everything from having service re- uh, representatives generate uh, AI responses and FAQs in, in CX, in HCM, having it be uh, helpful for survey questions to your employees, to have it uh, uh, initiate in, in terms of job posting, have uh, create job descriptions. And in finance and EPM, Uh, having something we call narrative reporting. So kind of taking a financial report and summarizing that, Uh, all protecting the enterprise data so we never pass our customers' data to the LLM and we never pass PI data to an LLM. So bring that enterprise level uh, uh, AI and LLM capabilities directly to our customers across the board. We'll also have uh, really follow-ups on our healthcare investments. So specifically in supply chain, uh, having supply chain planning, particular for healthcare, HCM having scheduling, uh, broadly speaking scheduling, but really in healthcare, it's it's around nurses scheduling uh, and having better capability integrating with our Cerner uh, EMR, but also any EMR system so that caregivers, nurses, physicians uh, focus on caregiving and not getting their payroll right. We're gonna take care of that uh, on the back end. And then we're really excited to introduce a new capability. uh, We're calling the Financial Data Intelligence Platform which has taken our traditional data warehouse capability, yes, integrated with Fusion, yes, creating dashboards, but now having a whole new set of capabilities to do, really allow our customers to bring in third-party innovation and then adding A on top. So that was like one category of new features. But really what we're most proud of is we're gonna showcase our customers. Uh, uh, Safra Katz and her keynote will have six customers. I will be interviewing three customers in mind, And you're gonna hear from Providence Health, complete suite, end-to-end supply chain, finance, HR, payroll. You'll hear from Kohu, a manufacturer of semiconductor equipment. Again, CX, supply chain, financials manufacturing. Uh, and you'll hear from KPN, a large telco in, in, uh, in Europe. Again, full suite, supply chain, finance, uh, EPM. And the overriding theme of those customers and any of you who's at the show really, i invite you to talk to our customers. They've seen Fusion applications. They've made the decision to partner with us and trust us going forward with their enterprise. And now over and over, Bob, I'm hearing uh, these customers are live, they're successful, and it's all about, hey, those hundreds of new features I talk about every quarter, how do we get in that cadence? How are we taking advantage of it? And how do we just drive business success? And so... We're really 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 proud of all of our customer success and really proud of our involvement with them. Uh and so while we'd love to talk about new features, you know, I think the customers will be the star of the show.
0: Yeah, Steve, that's a point you've certainly made, you know, over and over in the past handful of years, right? That the features are one thing, but the customer discussions and Steve, it sounds like, you know, those uh customer names you just mentioned here, they are using a variety of applications and that data integration and single data model across the board has to be helping them as they seem to as they go forward to attack their most complex business problems right
1: well for sure i mean what's what we've always said is that we think by having more end end solution it solves broader business problems easier mm-hmm. and i think that what the cloud enabled initially was phased approach so you could didn't know more big bang Um, But now the maturity of the cloud and the maturity of the customer has been they've added piece by piece to piece to having these full end to end solutions. And then, you know, you said it with the data or I've heard the term data gravity lately, you know, um, AI is really dependent on data and you can't have good AI without good data. And when you have a full suite of transaction data within that enterprise base and then you can apply AI across that suite you can start optimizing businesses not just kind of point solutions. so um exactly exactly right bob.
0: steve what's your sense now of the, among customers that the uh whether it's their priority or as they move into this does it shift their outlook on on the one hand they want to be able to do what they've done before more effectively more productively but at the same time are they also looking to create and innovate new business models. well i think i
1: You know, what what we've said for a while is the big reason why we went and built a SaaS application and built it the way we did so that we can update these customers was that we would never get behind. You'd have this speed innovation. Now, when I gave that talk maybe five years ago or eight years ago or 10 years ago, did I say, oh, well, we're gonna have generative AI in 2023 and 2024? Absolutely not. I probably didn't know the the term, but what I did say was whatever is changing, we're gonna be very rapid to respond. So what's been common, is customers either felt pressure from, you know, three or four years ago? Hey, we we don't want to be disrupted. We can't. We got to protect against Uber or Amazon or become the next Uber and Amazon. We want to disrupt, and then it shifted to hey, we've got a pandemic and we have to adjust to work from home. We have to adjust for digitally interacting with our customers more and you know Zoom interaction with customers and partners. Um, and now it's how do we take advantage of generative AI? Now underneath that, there's a set of customers who have cost pressures. And to your point, we need to do more, what we've been doing before, we just need to do it better and more efficiently. And so it's really that mix of either, you know, efficiency and or protecting what's happening in the future and or taking advantage of what's happening in the future. But it really doesn't matter. It's that ability to react and speed of change that um, our customers are finding. And again, I think you're gonna speak about how they're being successful with that.
0: Yeah, Steve, The you know, over those years that you talked about, and it's funny, and in, in outside the tech industry, a handful of years is not a long time. It, in this business, it seems like, you know, everything happens uh, in, in a blink of an eye now. But the uh, the need for these businesses that you described in the 13,000 applications customers, they just have to be able to do the things they've always done before, but faster. And they've got to be able, as you described, to adapt to these you know, remarkable new changes coming at them out in the marketplace. And that seems to be one of the reasons why we see this tilt away from companies buying, you know, six different best of breed apps and instead trying to say, can we pull this all together? For
1: sure. It's it's all about, you know, it's all about speed. It's all about being nimble. Um, and again, the, the extent that technology plays in that, if you're stitching together pieces, you um, and when something changes or when technology evolves like generative AI or when you have a business pressure or whether you get acquired or want to acquire or want to move forward, that nimbleness um, when, you know, uh, probably our, our use case here at Oracle, we were quite proud of our ability to announce earnings fast. Really, yeah. that's sort of a, a, a metric that shows other things. I mean, earnings fast or not is, is, you know, does that make a big difference? Maybe, maybe not. But what it implies is that, We have that information very fast not only at the end of the quarter but throughout the quarter and as you said in our tech business it's changing very very quickly and so our the nimbleness to respond and have that information and then not have the back office be an impediment to business strategy change or pricing change or acquisition and in fact be be a driver for us to to leverage that um, we think that's common to everybody
0: Steve, is that, you know, the term used back office, I think with some of those changes coming up, they're going to get out of the back and, you know, come more toward the front, right?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's probably a data, I'm probably showing my age even by using that term, right? It's all about business process flow um, mm-hmm. and, and achieving business and the terms front office and back office. And now I've heard the term middle office sometimes, you know, it's a business flow and, and that's what we
0: provide for people. Steve, last thing I wanted to ask you about too, was you know, all the uh, benefits that are gained here. But, you know, we've seen over the last three years or so, four or five years, companies realizing if you can provide great customer experiences, that's wonderful, but you're not going to be able to provide great customer experiences unless you also have very happy employees. So this new, can you talk about how this new, the new things you're going to be introducing next week will build toward that better employee and customer experience? Well, we've had a number of
1: innovations uh, in, in the HCM. At the prior conference, we introduced Oracle Me, which is all about getting that employee, uh, having them build their career path, having them uh, be, be recommended training or mentorships to, to fulfill that career path. Uh, for some employees, having what what is used to be or now is called the gig economy. So be able to post roles for part-time positions to allow you to have that internal mobility, as well as as recruiting externally, and now we've added uh, capabilities or set of features around uh, HCM Grow uh, and also HCM Celebrate, which is all about an employee-centric view and doing things that the enterprise can. You know, we are we're all in a very labor-type market, some more than others, but but you know, unquestionably, you know, uh, in a very labor-type market, and and the employee base that's coming in now. To your point, they not only want to be happy, but their expectations as far as the the company's investment in terms of their own career growth and their own personal growth um, is is just increasing as as the next generation comes into the workforce. And so between uh, Oracle Me and Oracle Grow and Celebrate within our HCM applications, while we do core HR and core payroll and core benefits, really that's where the innovation has been and that's where we distinguish ourselves from some of our, our HCM competitors.
0: Well, Steve, thanks. That's a great overview for uh, for this coming week here at Oracle Cloud World. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up?
1: No, we really look forward to you, uh, seeing you in person and then uh, just really incredibly proud of our customers and, and their trust in us and partnership. And um, we're just focused on making them successful.
0: Great, great. Well, Steve, thank you. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here on this episode of the Road to Oracle Cloud World taking place this week in Las Vegas. We'll see you next time.